This is Brett Barish, CEO of Sovereign Brands, and you're listening to Self Made. Hey. Hey. Hi, Emil. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What's happening? I'm doing great. I forgot it's Monday. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you. I got blue to go with the blue dress. I love it. I, I got my own blue. I got my own Yay. blue. Yes. Look, Brett. I love it. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you. And the matching outfit is perfect. It's perfect, isn't it? I'm a fashion girl, Brett, but it's you... so good to be here with you. Thank, Thank you, you Mel. Me. Thank you. You've been a big supporter of us, and I appreciate Thank that. You. And I've got lots of questions. So before we start, I just so yes. you know, and at least your fans know, yes. um, I, I'm Brett Barish. I own a liquor company, Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Vion. Yes. Um, I get to do this amazing little series, which I get to interview successful people like yourself, like yes. alone, like, like we both interviewed Rick Ross. I get to hear their, I love their, Rick Ross. I get to hear their, their, I, what I call the self-made side or the up and coming side. So I yes. start with everybody the same way, Amel. What does self-made mean to you? Okay. So to me, honestly, self-made means just getting up and doing it and starting something, even if you don't have the resources. And by that, I mean, you don't have the things in place or the funding, get up and do it. Anyone can do it with or without what background you come from. It, are you saying that now because of what you've now done? Meaning, have you learned that because of what you just went through? Or is that something that's always kind of been with you? If you know what I mean? So that's a really good question because to be honest, I feel like this is based on what I've been through on my journey so far. I feel like I've learned over the last few years that you can start something from, from nothing. Even if you don't have a team in place, if you don't have this in place, anyone can do it these days, especially if you have social media and you grow your brand from that sort of thing. So yeah, definitely self-made is just going for it in life no matter what. What did you, when you were little, what did you want to be? Um, I wanted to be a, you're going to laugh because I'm not that now, a weather presenter. I mean, a, a, a weathercaster. Uh, really? Yeah, it's sunny right now. In Why? Atlanta. Why? I don't know. Do you know what it is? I just always had a thing when I was watching broadcasters on television. I was like, this is going to be me in the future. I don't know how I'm going to do it or how I'm going to get there. But I don't know why it was the weather thing. That was back then. Was there not now? Was there was there somebody on the on the news who you liked, either male or female, who was good at it? Do you know what? It wasn't even that. I just think back then I didn't know. Like as as I was like looking, like what am I going to do in the future? I always knew it was going to be media. Like always knew it was going to be media. I loved music from a very young age, and I was listening to Rick Ross and Neo and all these peoples from yeah back then. So is so tell before you launched the series yeah you were behind the scenes you weren't in front was exactly. that a, was that a goal to be in the front so i so my original goal was to always be the talent but i didn't i'll be honest with you Brett. i didn't have the confidence um i didn't have the confidence back then and i think like you really have to be sure about yourself and love yourself and all that stuff that we say you know and I I was not sure like oh I don't know what I'm doing didn't know how to do it and then I just fell into production and then I was like working behind the scenes 
met a lovely lady called Tamara. And if Tamara's watching, if she's not, I'll tell her that I shouted her out. But Tamara like brought me in and kind of took me on productions. And then funny enough, Nikki Slimting, I actually ended up working with Nikki's. And Nikki's my friend. If Nikki's in here, he might not be, but Again, Nikki is like a friend of mine. I've known him for years. I worked on the Intent movie with them. And I then started working with Nikki. This is ages ago, like uh, like a few years back. And then from there, I just went and spread my wings, started working in television, which was kind of like similar, filmed television. But it's funny because they sound like they're in the same world, but they're actually not. It's like They're not, no. They're really not. Nikki! I just shouted you out, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki's in the life. Yep, I was just saying, Nikki, that we work together. Yep, I definitely worked with Nikki when I first came to London. So, so yeah. and shout love Nikki. Shout out. Um, but what what was the impetus to go from? Because that's that's a hard thing to do for go from behind to being being. It's you. You're the talent. You're the one who's going <laughs> to create the name. How how do you? It 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 took me fifty years to get to this point. How did you decide to do it? If you know what I mean. You know what it is, right? I literally was doing all these productions and it was so great. I was traveling. So I've lived in Australia. I've lived in Greece. I've lived in Spain. I've worked on all these shows from Love Island to Geordie Shore. You've heard of all these yep, reality of shows. Yeah, I was doing them all. And I was like, okay, this is great running around after talent. And I'm grateful that I had that as part of my journey because I wouldn't be who I am today. But then I was like, okay, enough's enough. I'm not happy within myself, like, and I know that I've got more to give. And and actually, like, a lot of the producers said to me, like, I think you should be the talent. <laughs> I was like, but I don't know how to do it. I didn't know how to do it, do you know what I mean? And that's when I literally took a break and was like, okay, I've done production now for, like, three years. I'm going to take a break, and now I'm going to try. I don't know how I'm trying, but I'm just going to try based on all these experiences I've had, you know, two months in Australia to, and I'm around all this talent and I've made all these connections and friends that are telling me to go for it. Nikki told me to go for it too. <laughs> he it was is, like, go and be on the talent. It is, for, for me, it, you don't know anything about me, but I'll give you an example. There was, I was that person who had lots of ideas and never picked one. So it wasn't until I just said, I got to stop. I just got to pick something and focus yeah. on it. it. Is it is there some similarity with you in the sense of, I just got to go freaking do it enough already? Yeah, a million percent. I think for a few years, I was just not confused, getting experience, doing different things. You have to do that in life to find out what you want. And I believe like some people find it earlier on in life yep. and some people yep. find it later on in life i found it i don't know where i found it i'm not quite sure which space i was in but i just know that when i really put my mind to it i was like okay i left the television i left the film and then i was like okay i did a bit of music stuff where i was doing some music productions and stuff like festivals artist liaison management tour management all these different things again it was fun that was the final straw for me i was like this is the last production stuff i'm doing and i was good at it and i loved it um, and I'm proud of it. But then I was like, this is it. Took a massive break for like three months, Brett. And then after that, I started my own brand called Brunch with the Mel. Yep. Just before the pandemic. Um, and at this point, I didn't know how far it was going to go, what was going to happen. 
I'm just going to try a thing and see what happens. That was, I've always been a hustler. So I was like, let me see what happens. So started, yes, Natizia, my friend Natizia um, <laughs> in the chat. So basically I then started the brand. I found like a local radio station that had like a lot of artists coming through. So even though it was like up and coming radio station called Pulse 88, so shout out Pulse 88. You can't forget who was part of your journey. That's for yep. sure. Yep. And from there, I literally, they let me like bring all the guests down to the station and I was having like reality stars, musicians, and that only went on for like three months. And because the brand was mine, like I was already doing like the influencer stuff on Instagram, walking red carpets at this point, I was already into the swing of that, that it was all starting to make sense. Like, oh, this is the life I want to live. This is, this is what I've been wanting to do for years, but I didn't know how to do it. When, when did you... Were you always comfortable talking to a celebrity, talking to somebody notable? Absolutely not. No, not at all. I remember when I got my, so the pandemic started, I continued my production from my sofa, which is just next to me um, at home. So I continued the brand and continued growing it from there. And then I had Sean Paul on, uh, big up to Sean Paul's manager, Steve Urchin. If it wasn't for him, it wouldn't have happened. And now they're like- Was Sean Paul, stuff. sorry, was Sean Paul the first interview? Um, from home, yeah, in terms of like the big one that I did. And I remember he joined me on Zoom in, in the pandemic. And it was it was just crazy because from there, I feel like I was I was nervous interviewing Sean Paul. And it, if he heard this now, he'd be like, oh, Melly, come on. Because he's like, Melly, come on, you're like the best. But at that point, I wasn't a pro at it. And then from Sean Paul, I did this person, Kerry Hilson, Davido, and it just went on and on and on. And then I got really confident in it. I was like, yep, I found my niche. This is absolutely what I want to do with my life, be a presenter. <laughs> and so tell me, what's the, what for you is, what, what do you hope to get out of an interview from somebody you're talking to? If you know what I mean? Like, the, for me, it's like I said, for me is I just want to hear the shit what people went through. You know, I want to hear the difficult side because that, for me, it's a personal thing. It motivates me. I like that. What for you is, if there's a goal to get out of somebody from the interview, what is it? A hundred percent. I like my guests to feel really comfortable so that they feel like they can open up to me. So that is not necessarily just about, oh, we're just talking about your album because they sometimes don't want to just do that. Like, yeah. it's, you know what I mean? A lot of times it's promo and stuff. So I definitely made an important thing with in my show content to make sure that I'm getting them down and, and they're always comfortable with me because it's always like just lit, relaxed vibes. And that's the thing about my show. It's not like you're just coming on to have an interview about your music because it's not about that. Uh, I've learned an artist, a celebrity, whoever, artist, talent, they are normal people and like they want to be treated normal sometimes and be able to have a normal conversation about real life things. So that's extremely important for me when I'm chatting to the eyes, 100%. Is there, I know you're, you're, you have a love for music, but is there, yeah. a, is there are there other lanes that you find just as interesting for you to talk to people? Yeah, no, 100%. Definitely like entrepreneurs like yourself that have grown successful brands, definitely that, um, I want to start branching out into fashion a million percent because um, I also do like modeling on the side and stuff, that as well. And also just entertainment in general. So actors, footballers and stuff. I've done Ashley Walters already. So I've already like kind of done some 
acting and reality style stuff even though it does seem a bit like it's all music you can tell like you can tell i love music because it is, is heavy music do, do you find have you interviewed reality stars yet yeah no 100 percent. i'm from the uk yep. yeah but i'd so, love to branch out i i personally because i've done a few i just find them so fascinating because <laughs> it happens so fast if you know what i mean yeah it's as if it's as if they're an artist that just had their first, you know, their first single is just enormous. And yeah. now, and now the question is, what do you do with that? What do you do with it? You know what I mean? 100%. No, definitely. I love doing all the reality stars and I will continue um, mixing it up as it goes along because 2023 is going to be a very exciting year for brunch with a mouth. Look, I got the chain on. So <laughs> yeah. what's going to be special about 23 versus now? So basically in 2023, I'm definitely going to be coming back bigger and better because so far I've done it all on my own where it's just been like independent, um, like no funding, no sponsor, that sort of thing. It's just been like people, like the celebrities honestly backing what I'm doing and loving my hustle and what I'm creating and they want to be a part of it. And they, a lot of them are like, is your energy and that's why we want to sit down with you and I'm real, I'm genuine, it's not fake. It's not scripted. It's just real life stuff, you know? Is, and it, that has, to me, that is your brand. Like, it's not coming out of a big station. It's not coming out of a big entertainment company. Yes. You're the brand, and that's what makes it special, correct? <laughs> Basically. How, what's next? How do you leverage this to something else that you'd want to be doing? So definitely love you, Natizia, my friends in the chat. Natizia took me to Jamaica where we did a spin-off series. Yep. I'll tell you about in a minute. Natizia is very special to me. But basically, um, definitely I feel like the next level for the show is 100% to come back with um, hopefully a sponsor or another channel where Brunch with a Mal will be aired on a bigger platform. So it's still my brand, nothing changes, the same thing. It's an entertainment show still. Um, but hopefully again with the guests, there'll be more like maybe like one series will be like two musicians, footballer, boxer, actor, reality star. So it has that bit of like, you know what I mean? Giving everyone a bit of more of a chance, which is definitely a million percent in the pipeline for the new year. Yeah. Is, um, you mentioned fashion. And yeah. you, are, you are involved in fashion. How does that play a role for you? Okay, so I'm a woman of many talents and I believe in life. Like you have to have different um, talents under your belt because at the end of the day, like it's 2022 and it's okay. Like I feel like back before, I always thought in my head, oh no, it's not okay to do a few different things, but it definitely is. As long as you've mastered one, then you can start thinking about, okay, other lanes. And that's where with I do modeling as well on the side, basically. Um, and in the new year, it's going to be big for me with that. I've got a new, two new model agents. And yeah, so that's really good. And again, I just love being on, I love being on camera. The thing is, you just got to be honest with yourself. If it's something you want to do, you just got to go for it, you know? Who, who's been in your corner since day one? If you had to give two or three shout outs, who are they? Oh my God, that's really difficult. Um, so definitely my mum is my best friend in the entire world she's believed in me from all the rejections all the letdowns all the no's this is not going to work for you all the people that snubbed me and was like is this girl kidding like is she really like what is this now they all want to be my friend so my mum a million percent and my little sister 
Anissa, if she's in the chat, she better be. <laughs> I'm told her to screenshot it. Is my bestie. She comes everywhere with me. She helps me with my photos. She helps me with a bunch of them out. She's met the guest. She didn't get to meet Rick Ross, but she met Sean Paul. And yeah, my sister and my mum, a million and, percent. And what do you do with that? that those people what do you do with that information when people tell you no it's not going to work don't do it don't try what do you do with that okay now this is what i want to let people know from experience so when you first start out you're you are always going to get rejections even like the biggest people have got rejections like you know what i mean like that's part of the journey and i feel like it's just knowing in your heart that it's okay to get a no because that means if you get a no there's going to be a yes elsewhere as long as you stay consistent, that's the main thing. If you give up, then obviously it's not going to happen. And I haven't given up. I remember times said to my mom, I've had enough. I can't, I'm not doing this no more. And I, nope, the next day I'm on it. And then a week later, I come with another announcement and I just continued that way. Like, for example, if there's a guest I can't get, you keep it moving because there'll always be someone that you can get on the show. It might be wrong timing. You go back to that person because every year they come around anyway. I hope that's helpful. It is. No, it's yeah. tremendously helpful. Um, when I when I talk to people, I'm always and again because I, I to me it's motivating, and I'm trying to learn <laughs> something, new, learn something new. What do you think? Uh, what do you think you've learned from? You know, if there's something, there, there's something that everyone has in common between who you've interviewed. What have you learned? And uh, what have I learned from the guests? Yeah. Um, definitely, I've definitely learned that again and um, they are normal people yeah. and they they want some normality because at the end of the day they're normal people doing a job as a performer yeah and that still means you're normal when you go home from performing so i think i've definitely learned that which is something i might not have known so much before because you know each interview i'm doing i'm spending like how much long with the person and you're getting to know them and i think i'm so grateful that i've been able to remain friends with these guests that and they've become fat it's become family it's a bit like the belair family oh there you go that's <laughs> yeah, too it's sweet like a family, isn't it? yeah. no no because it's important because you, you want a, a real relationship and if you have a real relationship with these people it actually means something what did what what was it like with Ross? What did you learn from Ross? Oh, uh, he's amazing. He's so down to earth and he's exactly how I knew he'd be when we met. Literally straight away it was just straight vibes like, hey, it's like we're besties, literally. He was so like real and down to earth and you know, he was like I see your hustle and that meant so much to me because I'll be honest, if I look back to a year ago, I would never have imagined sitting down with someone like Rick Ross or even someone like the other guests like Sean, Paul and Neo. I just felt like it was so miles. What did you learn from Neo? Neo is such a gentleman. He's so, he is so lovely and he's always smiling, beaming with a yeah, smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he performed it. Uh, I love, he's a good friend. He performed for my wife's really? birthday, for my wife's birthday. He, no he, he's got, you know, he's, he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. If you could interview Nikki Slim Ting, what would you ask him? What give me one Nikki. question you'd ask him? I'd basically ask Nikki to tell his story to everyone because obviously I I know it because I've known Nikki from when I very first come to London. But I feel like it would be good for Nikki to let everyone know exactly how he did it, exactly how he achieved his brand and the movies that he continues to make. Yeah. Who 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 out there for you are? 
are people that you follow, that you want to emulate, that you see in the same vein as yourself? Maybe they don't have their own show like you've done it, but maybe they're on television in their own way. Sorry, say that again, Brett. Who, who is it that, that, that you follow, that you want to emulate, that you look up to? There's, do you know what these days I feel like there is so much talent. It's, it's such a congested area now because of social media. I feel like anyone can just go and make now their own, their own channel, their own show, and which is great because this thing didn't happen before. But I feel like there's, there's, so, me there's so many people. Do you want to keep it UK centric or you want to expand outside of the, out of the UK? A million percent. And I really hope and wish this happens, but I see my whole future in the USA. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just, I just, I just see it. I'm not sure what it is, but I feel like it might not be just yet, but in a few years time. A you million feel percent. that? Yeah. The vibes are so lit and you guys are so friendly and I just feel like you guys are just more warm. And I love the UK is, is where I live, is where I'm from. But I don't know what it is with the US. There's a, there's a different there's a different vibe. Because you're from America, you probably don't see what. We probably don't feel it. It's, it's always, grass is always greener. When I, go yeah. to the UK, when I go to the UK, I feel the energy. I want to live in London. I want to be, I, I want, I feel everything there. So I get Come, it. I'll, I'll host you, Brett. Let me know Thank when you're you. coming. We'll go out. We'll go on a red carpet. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, your fans, what do they see in you? What do they all have in common? I feel like a lot of messages that I receive are from people like um, young women, men as well. But a lot of women say to me, like, especially like younger girls and stuff like, oh, how did you do it? And, um, you know, I want to create something and I'll get a lot of messages from people asking me these things and how I did it. So um, I think it's good for me to have done this with you for people to actually hear because I do a lot of, I do the interviews normally. So it's like, they're not hearing about uh, me, they're hearing about the guests. So this is, um, yeah, it's just amazing that you've allowed me to come on today. No, to no, because you, you need to know, you need to know the other side. You need to know, I think that's just as important because yeah. if anything, because you're putting yourself out there, then, then, there's a story to be told as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, will you interview one UK person for me? Yeah, who? Big Nasty. Yeah, I've actually worked with Big Nasty. I love him. I think yeah, he's the funniest. Yeah, I've done Big Nasty. I, yeah, he's, he's just so great. funny. Oh no, he's great. I've worked with Big Nasty. I I went on the show. Um, <laughs> on his show? Well, I was a teacher. Don't even ask. <laughs> basically i did like a comedy thing with them yeah like um you know like the content creators they yeah. have i did that <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny i'll have to send it to you brad all right i'd love to see it i'd love yeah. to see it you'll so have to see it is the new year's resolution anything you're gonna anything you're gonna make resolution on a million trillion percent that my show i'm taking over is going to be the biggest thing ever and i'm gonna keep like making that a huge success internationally i love and then, it yeah no for sure and then of course my um my modeling career hopefully i'll get some really big campaigns next year and i'm definitely going to be coming to america i love it so uh, you have tremendous you exude tremendous confidence where do you oh. think it comes from do i actually you do you do and i <laughs> I was asked, I was, somebody asked, oh, I was on an interview with Rick Ross and I, and they asked the question, where do you go when things aren't going well? 
you know, and I, I turn to people who have tremendous confidence. I need to be around that because it lifts me back up. So where do you get your confidence? Where do you think it comes yeah. from? You know what it is? I wasn't like this before. That's the God honest truth. This took time yep. and this took finding myself. And now I found myself and I know my niche and I know this is for me and there's no turning back. Now I feel confident because I feel at ease. Like, yes, like I'm now on this journey and it's just going up, you're climbing every step. And I definitely feel like my show has given me tremendous amount of confidence. Like, I think it's oh, amazing. Yeah. I think it's amazing. You put, you put yourself out there and look what happened, which is just fantastic. Honestly, so, it means the world. If I'm never on the show, I would still like to have brunch with you when I come to the UK, all right? 100%. No, Brett, we're going to get you on the show soon. You're going to come. We're going to do a real life one. We'll have some food whilst we're doing it. I love it. Well, I appreciate the time you've given me. I love hearing your story. I wish you all the success. Keep drinking the blue. Keep drinking the Yay. blue. Keep drinking the blue. Have a wonderful holiday and kick some ass. And let's let's go bigger. Let's go bigger, all right? Thank you so much. 100% up, up, up. And I'll check you when I'm in the USA. There you Thank go. You and so come much. visit any of our homes. You in New York, Atlanta, LA, Chicago. Please oh, come visit, all right? I would love to. But honestly, keep doing what you're doing. You're amazing. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Mel. Thank you very much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Love you guys.